0: Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is November 12th, 2020. And how are you doing? There's a lot of energy happening. There's that big conjunction happening today with Jupiter and Pluto which we'll go more into in a few minutes. First I wanted to address yesterday's podcast. I babbled a bit. I kind of, um, I went off the cuff a bit when it came to uh, talking about different subjects. And I had a bit of a process. Uh, I was processing my own muck and yuck through the podcast because my big thing in life is learning how to deal with fear. I have had to deal and heal Fear on multiple levels in my life, um, you know, within multiple different life situations, within everything, really. And so one of the fears that I've grappled with through my life on and off is being liked and accepted. And I think that really co- goes back to, um, you know, stuff as a child which of course I mean it all goes back to our childhood doesn't it but it sort of makes sense because it's a bit of a survival tactic um, because I grew up in such a volatile dysfunctional scary household that I uh, learned how to be like quiet how to move soundlessly through the house I mean I had to actually navigate the stairs in a certain way when I went from the basement up to my bedroom at night my father at that time would be quite drunk usually and he'd be sitting sitting and watching television with one of our family dogs her name was Muffin and she was a cockapoo and she would bark and bark and bark at us (laughs) like at members of her family and she'd get along with us great at other times. But when she was sitting there with my dad, if you made like a creak on the stair or whatever, she would just turn around and be like, whoa, 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 And oh my gosh, that's the last thing. You, I mean, come on. I think everyone understands what I'm saying. That's the last thing that you'd want, you know, with a drunk father and just disturbing the status quo um and and then having a spotlight shown on you you know but my dad learned to ignore it that's the thing usually nothing would come of it because he knew he could still hear me kind of moving on the steps but i learned to move maybe sometimes he couldn't really but i moved i would hop certain stairs or i'd be on tiptoe on others and that was just because i could not deal (laughs) with like any prospect of whatever would happen (laughs) If, um, if my, you know, dad got angered at all, or one night, you know, he wasn't happy with muffin barking and decided to, you know, turn anger onto me or whatever. I mean, the possibility was always there, as far as I was concerned. So that's one example. But remember, I grew up uh, as a young child. I was so scared to leave my room at night that I would bunch up towels and pee into towels. Urinate. Instead of leaving my bedroom, walking two steps to the right and walking and making a right into my own private bathroom. It didn't have a shower, but it was a, a sink and toilet. And you know what? That is a great blessing for a young girl to have her own bathroom like that are you kidding me and um but I was too scared to leave my room so when you grow up when you grow up with that kind of fear it kind of makes sense that um one is always a little skittish you know I uh I care about things about people outside myself how they might see me and that kind of stuff because it makes sense because I've learned to you know there's a certain um PTSD so that's just one aspect to the whole big you know umbrella thing of um caring about what others think about you that's a huge subject and so this is just one little piece of it because like everything it runs the gamut there are so many different components and different pieces and different levels to like every subject so this whenever I encounter very like you know um, all one way or all the other kind of thinking that doesn't make sense to me and I don't think it's accurate things are usually just shades of gray (laughs) and um, it seems to me the way through is the middle so um, in the middle peeps is getting to a place within of being calm and balanced certainly but to get back um, talking about my podcast that I did yesterday it was it had a lot to do with my concern about how people, you know, might perceive me. And I talked about how it's kind of important for us all to think about that. And at the end, I think I threw in the fact that we need to also consider how we are perceiving others and that's what I want to focus on that's the key thing because the the answer doesn't lie in adapting ourselves to you know how others what others may or may not think about us that therein lies madness peeps I have actually lived through that and I revisited that mindset a little bit yesterday that's part of what I was going through no Uh uh-uh that was before you know I went through my experience of having breast cancer uh, among other things but a couple of years ago I guess it's been like maybe a year and a half now that I completed my breast cancer treatment and when you come really close to um, a serious health issue hopefully it wakes you up it, it woke me up and even though I had a certain mindset of refusing to live as miserable as my parents did, all along, I've had that mindset. Even though I've been working on that, I've reached a new, like, plateau. Or I've reached a new level where it's like, that kind of worry, that kind of stress about stuff that I, I can't really control, I'm not interested. Not Interested? No, thank you. And that's the kind of mindset that I was in before I got sick is what I'm trying to say. And going through the whole breast cancer thing, I had to, oh my gosh, it's quite an experience. Anyone will tell you. And I don't think it's, it's not just dealing with cancer. It's dealing with any serious health issue. But there's stuff that you're confronted with that you have to heal as you're healing. And one one thing that I had to deal with was my fear of needles and blood they're both separate fears but I have both of them and I mean a severe fear of needles where I would avoid if possible any kind of shots anything related to um, a needle like poking in me and um, and and then blood separately but when you are faced with going through cancer treatment uh, you know I no longer had that option so I learned how to deal with it I learned how to deal with it and I have my own um, set of you know tools that I use to help me to get through it and that is what it's all about peeps tools that we use on the daily to help us get through but again what I want to say and then I'm gonna wrap it up um, the key isn't to you know contort our ourselves according to how we think others see us. It's just to live our best lives as best we can. You know, being as happy as we can, being as helpful as we can, um, feeling good about ourselves in certain ways when it comes to reaching goals within. Um, there's a certain sense of inner pride and, and satisfaction, waking up and actually enjoying the life that you're living in a healthy way and see that is the key I think nowadays people are really kind of getting confused as to what is healthy and what's not because ego there's a lot of stuff having to do with the ego especially with social media the way it is it's all like me 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 um, it's really important to be able to suss out the um, like healthy personal empowerment and and a a sort of empowerment that can be more negative because I have felt them both. I have gone through them both. And believe me, the healthy way feels better and is by all accounts better. The, um, the unhealthy way is feeling, you know, that is that kind of like, er, feeling you get like in competition or whatever, you know, it's that, um, um, bullies can feel that feeling I've been a bully I've talked about it a little bit in in a few of my different uh, podcasts and I have been bullied I've been on both ends peeps so um I know the uh, feeling of the unhealthy kind of like that's that um you know vanity has something to do with it as well um but at any rate it has this extra kind of like edge to it, like kind of like, um. it kind of, I don't know, I'll try to think about how to describe it. This is perhaps for a later podcast. It's really hard to describe, but it is noticeable to me what is healthy and what is unhealthy. And the thing is to steer, to actually have enough self-discipline to know the difference and to choose um, the healthier way which is has to do with calm, balance clearing out the mind lowering our inner thermostat you know health um, good health gosh good health hmm. Hmm. does it really need to be defined? perhaps but it's something for us all to ponder And right now, it's stuff like making sure you're drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, you're eating as healthy as possible, do conscious breathing, breathing meditation, sit and calm and clear the mind, um, you know, work with different, gosh, I don't know, good, healthy smells. I mean, there's a whole field out there uh, having to do with like sprays, flower essences and stuff. Oh my gosh. I love flowers. Love flowers. I'm thinking about getting more into them. Like starting my own little, like getting into gardening maybe. Growing roses. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, that's off topic, but it feels good. (laughs) And I'm looking at the card from yesterday. Two of Cups, friendliness. I'm uh, looking at the deck. The Osho Zen Tarot deck is sitting right next to me. I'm going to do the card pull reading here in a bit and um, that card came out yesterday and it features two trees that are blooming. The left tree is blooming with yellow flowers and the tree on the right is blooming with kind of pinkish flowers and they're very close together and they're intermingling. So uh, but they're beautiful flowering trees. So friendliness, yeah, I was talking about that a little bit yesterday. So being friendly is good. It's all good. But part of also what I was grappling with yesterday is this idea of truth. Like, how do you know, you know, nowadays, it's like, if you, it's, it's almost as if everyone is suspect right? Maybe it's always been that way. I mean, like in the old Westerns, you have your little towns and then some stranger comes in and everyone's giving them the eye. Who's this? (laughs) You know, um, so it's, it's, uh, it, you know, that's just how it is. What am I trying to say here? Let me think. Um, okay. It's not worrying. Hmm yeah, look, I guess I already said it. It's living our best lives as best we can and not worrying so much. I mean, it's important to be considerate about others around us, but um, I think it's important that, you know, people live their lives without um, being scared too much because it's like that thing when I was growing up, Whenever I was in a situation where something went missing or someone thought something was stolen, I'd be like, oh, shit. I'd always feel so uncomfortable because I'm like, how, what do I do now? How do I act now so that I, people don't think that I took it, you know, I would get so nervous even though I was completely innocent for real. (laughs) It's like, and I think other people can um, relate to this because it's, it's very relatable, but I would get nervous and then I'd like start to, sw- you know, like kind of like start to sweat at least on the inside. And I've never been able, I can't hide stuff, you know, I'm pretty um, transparent individual. So it's like I start acting weird and it's because I'm nervous that I think people are going to think like, you know, that I did it. I did this bad thing. So, it's like you're screwed right from the get go when you start worrying about you know whatever I don't know it just it just so sucks. <laughs> it's like you it's almost as if you can't win either way, so you might as well like not worry about it because it affects our quality of life it in it makes life you know that much more uh miserable. life is hard enough, you know, so let's just try to let things go that we can't even control you know when I was in college the first time I went to college I uh I I was I don't know if I do I want to talk about this no I'm not going to talk about it but I lived through a time in my life where this rumor got started that was totally untrue totally untrue true and i had to like just live with it (laughs) it's the that's the worst right but you know i did it's like okay well whatever um you know move on because um yeah i guess you know i've said it all (laughs) if it's almost like don't you know we live our lives as best we can and then hey uh it it works out as it works out but um, definitely connect with God, universal energy, because this is at, at a time when I was, I was much younger and I did not have that spiritual connection that I do now, which I'm very grateful for. I'm very, um, it's, it's really a wonderful and even essential necessary thing, I think, peeps for being able to move forward in a best life so connect with god universal energy god being shorthand for good um god is good and there you go (laughs) ground everything and let's move on (laughs) because i'm doing that thing again these podcasts are so long (sighs) okay If anything else comes to me, I might jump back to the subject, but I just wanted to sort of say that I'm aware I was grappling with fear issues in real time yesterday and that is something to heal. So that is something for us all to heal in whatever way that's coming up for you. But uh, again, I think it's really important to always focus on how are we feeling? What are we thinking? And um, working with those in such a way so that when we take action, it's like, you know, really good, clear, grounded, healthy, balanced action moving into our best lives. Because right now is a huge time of change and transformation. There's a lot of people going through a lot of shit. So work on clearing up our own muck and yuck as much as possible because our our muck and yuck is what affects our worlds the actual lives that we are living it's all like mixed up in there so the more we heal ourselves the more our lives heal that is what i want to say okay now i can move on let's see uh november 12th Do yeah we have the uh conjunction between Jupiter and Pluto that is happening here shortly (laughs) like exact but we will continue to feel it for a while because it's pretty big um so Pluto is about transforming our shadow side stuff our inner fears, pain, trauma drama, stuff related to power control, manipulation hello and mostly it's stuff we do to ourselves. um It has to do with intimacy and it has to do with shared resources as well. Now, the Jupiter planet is the great benefic. Good luck. And so that is really great. There is access to very healing and positive and transformative energies because Pluto is about transformation as well. Pluto wouldn't give you all this muck and yuck without the ability to transform it and heal it and move into a new way of being. So that's there. Capricorn is hard work. Hello, more hard work. Just what you want to hear. But yeah, it's there. It's probably going to like, you know, kind of uh, kick up a gear as well. So be prepared and be willing and that means working on ourselves. It doesn't mean changing anyone around us or outside of us. I'm all about uh changing our lives from the inner out, okay? Mars is going direct tomorrow. So we're feeling that right now because before it moves direct, it stations. So you might be feeling a lot of passion. I mean, Mars is in Aries. It could also go into anger. What's anger? Anger is has a lot to do with fear <sighs> wow so stuff having to do with you know energy um, goals moving forward passion anger <laughs> our egos now Um, I had something I wanted to say and and I just forgot it. Hmm. Let's see if it comes back. What is coming up the next few days? We have a new moon in Scorpio. Gosh, Scorpio is just really being emphasized right now. And that has to do with endings and beginnings too. So I always caution people, endings and beginnings, it doesn't necessarily mean like, Stuff outside of you or relationships, you know, I have to tell you, the relationship with my husband, there have been a lot of ups and downs, and many other people might have, you know, ended their particular relationship and moved on, but we didn't for different reasons, and um, it's just getting better and better now at this point. So, it's an individual thing, I'm not, you know, definitively saying to do, to take any definitive action or not. I'm just saying it's important to, to consider the possibilities that it could be more changing something within us. How do we relate to another? What, what, are, what are the behaviors that we are, you know, thinking and doing that might be negatively affecting the relationship? And I'm not saying this is not victim thing. This is like empowerment. This is like, you know, we all have our muck and yuck. And how is that affecting our lives? You know, maybe the, the transformation or the ending or the beginning has more to do with, with a, a behavior or an addiction or a way of thinking within ourselves. That's what I'm saying. So, but certainly if it's a, you know, if it's a relationship that has ended and it's crap and you know it's time to go, then, then it's time. But we are all you know we are all living our our lives so there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right I feel like I'm babbling again so I think I will move to the guidance cards there's enough on our plates with that you know and Google it if you want more information Mars direct uh, Jupiter conjunct Pluto and see what you see you'll find some interesting stuff no doubt okay I'm now going to ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to do some conscious breathing or clear your mind for a moment and I will be back shortly. Thank you. alright I'm back so guidance card for peeps please flip the card out entirely cards <laughs> do, do, do in conjunction with God universal energy this is like ooh Yeah, sometimes I talk to the cards because I like to talk to things. It's like how people, you know, talk to their cars. (laughs) Or, um, I mean, that's the perfect example. That's the one that's really sitting in my head right now. But it's as if it's the way you talk to a a beloved car, you know. A a car isn't, isn't, um, you know, doesn't have feelings or whatever, so to speak. But... I don't know I just find like when you I, I, I like to encourage things you know I like to uh, they, there are studies that when you talk positively to something I don't know I figure we don't know either way but why it, it doesn't hurt <laughs> it doesn't hurt right to talk nicely to something all right uh what do we have here a bunch of cards just flipped over okay we have the nine of pentacles ripeness This has to do with being independent. This has to do with being successful. It has to do with a certain amount of abundance. And with the Osho Zen, it has to do with timing. Sort of like a natural organic timing. When the fruit falls from the tree. Underneath that is the Master card. Which is similar to the Sun card. But it's more of like an inner experience of the sun. The sun can be very outer. You know, it can be very abundant blessings. It's it's also inner as well. But it can be just wealth and prosperity and outwardly seen blessings and that kind of thing. The master is more of an inner thing. And it features the moon on this card with this beautiful uh, white and rainbow healing light. Um, so okay uh underneath that is page of um cups understanding that's the card with the the white dove in the bird cage where the the door is actually open and the dove is preparing to fly out and join a whole bunch of other doves flying around but it's like signals to us that we have our own answers you know the door is open for us pages that's new understanding of things new information a very young kind of vibrant energy then there's the hermit aloneness this is going within to find answers and connecting with god universal energy in order to do so and our hires our inner child as well like higher self um anyway <laughs> Then there's the moon card, past lives. Ooh, the moon card is also a very kind of, um, um, very powerful, kind of more intuitive uh, energy. And it's stuff that we don't quite know because we haven't lived into the answers yet. And this card is titled past lives. It reminds me a lot of dealing with subconscious energy and pain that perhaps we were born with, okay, that gets into our DNA, because I give the example of when my mom was pregnant, I mean, who knows what sort of traumas and dramas happened, because she was in kind of an abusive uh, relationship with my father, Um, kind of, what I mean is, I don't know how physical it was, not that that matters, (laughs) it's the emotional component that is also very um, powerful when it comes to, um, you know, trans transmitting energy to the baby when a woman's pregnant but anyway uh let's reel it back in so I know that my father had had a horrible he was in a horrible accident a car accident he was thrown through the windshield and among other things he lost all of his teeth so that trauma and drama affected my mother obviously duh and so, I don't think it goes... What am I trying to say? I think it's pretty obvious that it would affect also my brother and myself um, in her belly, in her uterus, specifically, at the time. So, uh, there is that trauma and drama and stuff to heal with, and, or to heal and to work with, and to deal with, I guess is what I wanted to say and the eight of cups letting go the eight of cups is going in search of that ninth cup and nine of cups is a very like celebratory um it's a beautiful card of wishes coming true and its accomplishments i mean it's really great but eight of cups is walking away from something or leaving something in the rear view whether that is a a thing a situation um, a job um, or whether it's or a person or it's um, a belief system or a way of thinking that or an addiction that can also be what we're leaving okay this is all wow in and of itself these cards you know I could almost do a mic drop right now so there's ripeness The master understanding aloneness past lives and letting go hmm it's almost like the master is like our best self in a way so the timing and the steps it takes to get to that place of nine of pentacles and um, living our best lives it takes understanding and cups remember that has to do with emotions it has to do with love so it's like understanding new levels of of like love and personal empowerment as we go within and take our journeys with that hermit and experience aloneness you know it's only by being okay with being alone see i've never felt alone that's the thing when you connect with god universal energy you're not alone that's probably why it's so important for everyone not just highly sensitives but everyone um anyway <laughs> so uh and we deal with healing our our past our our m- inner muck and yuck and letting go of what no no longer works for us so let's see if there's any other cards any other cards for peeps today before i wrap up Cause there's stuff to do peeps in my life in your life something you're um, you know organizing or, or um, getting your, you know it's a good time to be organizing that just came to me but that I mean personally that's what I'm doing but I think it's generally a good thing to sort of recommend that everyone can do because that's part of letting go letting go like actually clearing out stuff from your environment that is uh, cluttering things up now the cards that the card that flipped over it's got a, um, a couple underneath it that I can't see yet but the one that I can is the eight of Pentacles ordinariness and this features a woman in a beautiful pasture, like blooming pasture with, with um, flowering trees, as well as flowers on the uh, grass. And she's gathering flowers. She has a basket through, full of flowers, basket. Um, there's a, 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 a flower garland around the top of her straw hat, flowers everywhere. It's a beautiful card. Now, eight of Pentacles. That is all about like commitment. That is dedication to learning something. That is working hard. Talk about Capricorn. It really is. But you work hard, and you can like experience this energy of um, this woman's just gathering up the the flowers in this beautiful pasture. It reminds me of that nine of Pentacles. The fruit dropping from the tree—it has to do with just you know, unblocking our blooms, allowing ourselves to bloom, and understanding like timing, the timing of things. Now the cards underneath it, ah, there is the Queen of Pentacles flowering. It's literally called flowering, which is a synonym to the word blooming, and uh, it features this woman she's gorgeous lots of flower imagery beautiful luxury fabrics and colors jewelry flowers in her hair sitting on a lotus flower that's blooming okay and there's just beautiful colors and water imagery and things um, trees blooming behind her all these trees are blooming these be I see trees with fruit trees with flowers oh my word okay and then the other card is the ten of pentacles we are the world featuring a multicolored rainbow um circle of people beings what have you they, i mean they're pe- they're the silhouettes of people holding hands and dancing around the perimeter of earth and then it's like you see um it's all surrounded by outer space of course and it's a beautiful card with all these stars shining. Okay. And lovely healing light. Okay. So, we have the nine, we have the eight, the nine, and the ten of pentacles right here that I'm staring at along with the queen of pentacles flowering. Oh my word. I'm getting goosebumps. This is just extraordinarily beautiful and I think it says it all. I mean, ten of pentacles is really being in a beautiful place, of health, wealth, family, home, prosperity, abundance. Really, it is, um, you know, security, security, with, uh, you know, within and without. It's great. So I think that might be it. Yeah. The bottom of the deck is the nine of swords. Sorrow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my word. Okay, peeps. Check this out. So. Bottom of the deck. And this is stuff that we. This is all. To really get serious about now. We're talking king of swords energy. Which is coming up. And um, it's titled Control. But remember, control is a really kind of wacky thing because there is no real control. The only thing we can control is what we choose to uh, work on in terms of healing and how we choose to react to things. So we've got Nine of Swords, Sorrow, the Page of Swords, Mind, which is the smokestack card coming out of a, a person's head with all this dirty air okay and gears going on and um, smoke okay five of pentacles the outsider lack scarcity eight of swords guilt that is being obstructed on the inner that is ways in which we are caught bound um, can't move it's torturous Okay, so we've got nine of swords, anxiety, worries, stuff that keeps us up at night, fear. Our mind, our mind's going nuts, belching out all kinds of like polluted air and black smoke. And just this, this is just torturous as well. These are all torturous in their own ways. Five of pentacles, lack, scarcity, being out in the snow, not being broke, you know, not having resources, being sick. Ugh eight of swords guilt wow you know everyone I mean these kind of emotions oh my word but this features a woman who's holding her head she's screaming and she's got like you know coming out of the the dark smoke around her all of these features smoke oh my gosh all of these cards feature like gray and misty kind of smoke Um, Now, the outsider, it does feature that little child. I've mentioned this a few times. He's he's behind a gate, and the gate is unlocked, but you can't really tell because it's chained, and it looks like it might be locked, but the, the padlock isn't fully closed. But he's just a little kid, so it's hard. He probably doesn't see or understand that. But around the edges of the card, there's like this gray, wispy smoke, and that's behind him like coming towards him and on on the other side of the gate is this beautiful healing like multicolored rainbow and white energy so um all of these cards feature the mists of the mind and like the polluted kind of you know the polluted um like well just the lower energies of it all and so remember eight of swords is just kind of like where we're bound within it's not necessarily entirely guilt guilt is just one of the many emotions that can um that can grab at us like this and and keep us um tortured by the way i didn't finish what i was saying so it's like these these um hands with claws on them like very long fingernails are clutching at her head and there's like five different ones coming out of the the smoky air but above her the above her are the blooms this is what I want to say and then I'll move on above this dirty smoky air and the sharp grabby taloned hands you know grabbing at her head this poor woman who's already screaming um okay so above it all There is this purple blue light with this um, with this blooming tree with white blossoms. Now this tree is the same tree that is featured in on the Sun card of the Osho Zen Tarot deck. So it's like in each of these cards, these are very difficult energies. But they sort of show the solution through these difficult energies on the actual cards. Like, for instance, with the Nine of Swords, the Sorrow, it features like a monk who's very depressed, very distraught. And he's about to put his head like in a hand. His hand is coming up to his face to do like a huge face palm. And but behind him, even though he's got like smoky air, that's kind of like closing in behind him the the wall there's like a they're slightly open like whether these are two walls that separate or come together you know like in in um asian countries they have like the sliding walls so or whether it's a window that isn't the point the point is there's an opening and it shows outer space through the opening and outer space is god the divine universal energy in this deck that's the symbolism so Connecting with God universal energy is the answer to deal with Nine of Swords. You know, connecting with sun energy and how to get there is how to deal with the Eight of Swords. And the sun card, remember, in the Osho Zen features like a, an old, very Zen monk dude sitting in a garden with this purple kind of pinkish pinkish light with the blossoms um, raining. D- I think I'm going to find him in here just to... um. Here it is. Yeah. I just got goosebumps. So the flowers aren't exactly the same. The flowers are more like pink and purple. Some are white. And on this guilt card, the flowers are all white. But I just get the feeling because the colors are so similar. I get the feeling that this is directly um, referring to the sun card. And it's titled Innocence. And he's holding a praying mantis on his hand. And they're, and they're like kind of just like looking at each other, you know? It's very sweet and very cute and very sweet. I love... Oh, you see? That energy is beautiful, right? I think it's... Uh, it's... Look, hey. <laughs> I'll try to find words to describe it and get back to that at, at another time. But remember, praying mantises, they're one of the few things in the natural world... That can kill murder hornets you know remember murder hornets one of the that's one of the great freaking lovely things that has happened in the year of 2020 year of change and transformation murder hornets okay so uh, praying mantises bite their heads off which is very interesting to me and I realized praying mantis when you kind of switch the letters around it's praying man sit which is kind of like meditation right a guy you sit and I mean meditation in many ways is like can be a form of prayer in a way gosh but this is a deeper subject for another day but um at any rate because it's intending to get clear it's intending to get calm and to and it's intending to heal Anytime there's an intention to heal, um, I, I believe that, you know, God energy is there, personally. But, again, this is something for another day. Let me just try to wrap this up. So you have all these heavy energies, but like I said, the heavy energies have the answers within them. The mind card with all the gears and the smokestacks, not so much. But um, that is only going on with the head. And underneath the head, you have some pretty um, clean-looking wooden boards, <laughs> like holding the, uh, this being's head up. You know, it's not, it's not a, um, I just see this as being like a metaphor. But, okay, so what am I trying to say? The answer isn't really in here too much, except uh, right now. All of this nonsense is going on in the head, like the fiery smokestacks and, and the gears and everything. It's not affecting the body of this being yet. So maybe it just reminds us that, you know, it's, it all comes back to our mind, doesn't it? It reminds us that it, it comes back. It's a reminder to focus on our mind, how we're thinking, because that can make us sick. That can affect the whole body, our whole lives right so I wanted to say also yes at the bottom of the deck you have all these heavy like negative energies right but then there's king of swords saying control and the control we have like I said is the only control we have is um, trying trying to heal ourselves and how we choose to react to things okay and doing our best to, to be uh, balanced and that's maybe we can control that. But the, the only control we have is understanding that there is no control. Not really. Uh, Ace of Pentacles, maturity. Ooh, and I guess coming to that requires a certain kind of like maturity. Um, Ace of Pentacles is a beautiful card. That's blessings coming in. Um, Having to do with home and hearth and, and family and health and money. Underneath that is the Devil Card, conditioning. And I got to tell you, cards like, you know, these kind of cards, they still, I still have a side eye kind of relationship with them. It doesn't, you know, I don't know, but these are very real ways of thinking and being that this card is trying to bring attention to, and that's addictive behaviors obsessive behaviors codependency toxic relationships i mean this stuff exists peeps it exists in all of our lives it's up to us to figure out how to you know how to work with it and how to heal it so on this card it features a lion and the lion is trying to pass as a lamb (laughs) and the lambs are all very sweet i always love i love the looks on the on some of the lambs on this deck really and but the line is miserable, and um, so it just doesn't work when we try to see that's us trying to conform to like things, you know. I don't know what, but can what are we, you know? It's maybe questioning things a little more, um, but it's questioning the way that we are living our lives and if it's the best way, right. Making changes in that way. I mean, in order to live our best lives, changes have to be made. Um, and two of cups, friendliness, connection. That is connection. It can be new friendships, new partnerships, whatever. But it's there and it's the beautiful blooming trees again. I've never, I don't think I've ever had a reading with so much like blossoming. (laughs) New vision, hanged man. Um, you know, coming up with new ways of thinking and being and seeing things differently. Nothingness, which is the Hierophant. This has to do with institutions, you know, education, churches, marriage, um, mentors, spiritual guides, uh, learning new things, too. So, like, what are we learning, you know? So, I don't, you know, I could probably, I'm not going to go backwards through the whole deck, but <laughs> I think that's enough. Oh my word! Okay, that's it for today. I think that's more than enough, peeps. We're up to this is the longest podcast ever. I don't quite know how I'm going to handle this. (laughs) I'm trying to do them shorter, and each time I try, they get longer and longer. Okay, so there you go. I hope you enjoyed it. Look up rvmpath.com. Free booklets, free infos. Free free Yourself from Fear, The Fear Rocks and How They Can Help book is available on Amazon. Astrology Bear, Affirmation Bear on Alexa through Amazon. As always, thank you for all you are and do. And I continue to send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.